Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 13, and our recommendations on The Lost City, Penguin Bloom, Operation Mincemeat, and more. Hi, Margaret. How are you? Hey, Diana. I'm hanging in. All right. Oh, good. Hey, that's better. You're doing better, what Margaret. Do you mean better. It's just like I'm there. <laughs> because last week you're like, I've worked ten days. Oh, and I can't yeah, believe that's it's... right. That's right. Yeah, you're yeah. like it's it, it's Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> I know. Well, it's still only Tuesday. But, I know. Oh I know. It was the longest day. So, how was your day? Was it good? Yes, it's been, uh, it's kind of been like a whirlwind. And I have so many things going on. You know, all the things that are going on behind the scenes. So it's uh, all good stuff. But you know, it's everything happening at once. So graduations, oh, yeah. modeling, work, podcasting, <laughs> everything. So anyway, this episode is entitled The Raft. <gasps> and oh, I didn't even realize it. Okay. Yeah, so I would like to know from you, because, you know, Morgan takes off in a raft with the baby, baby Mo. Would you leave Solo on a raft? That's part A. And part B is, have you ever been river rafting? Well, part B, no, never river rafted. I don't, it's kind of scary to me to... It is. To just think about potentially what could happen because you're just, I'd rather just body, you know, body surf or whatever all the way down with a life preserver on than in a raft where that, where you could get tossed. As far as leaving on a raft, I probably could. I probably would, but it's kind of the fear of the unknown, but he's got a baby to keep him company. So I think it makes it a little bit more it's a just the baby's the distraction so he doesn't really have to think about where he's going or what's going to happen he's focused on the baby so i think that's why it makes it so easy for him to just do it so but this is you you you, well him i know but i mean so but i i it's but it parallels so if it's just me i wouldn't have any distractions so i wouldn't know where i was going i probably wouldn't mind it anyway so what about you have you you've river rafted haven't you Well, I have officially like real river rafting once. Yeah. And it was, it was scary. Yeah. (laughs) It was scary, but it was fun, exhilarating. But, you know, water can be unpredictable. Yeah. So that is why it's scary. And so, but I've also done leisurely rafting where you just kind of float down a river. (laughs) I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. I've done, I've done the lazy river. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've done Lazy River, and then I've did I've done Mid Lazy River. No, no, uh, I so mean it, the ride at oh. the amusement park. Oh, <laughs> okay. I That's have rafted then. See, see, you have, you have. I, yes, but um, <laughs> but you know, with uh, Morgan taking off on that raft with uh, Baby Mo, I would be a little bit scared. But I think, see, we're getting off on already on the episode <laughs> because I'm thinking to myself, yes. He is taking care of someone else, and I think that gives you more motivation to go out on your own. But if it was just me, I don't know if I would do it unless the place was burning down or there was nothing left and I had to get on and just go. But to know that I'm leaving people, that's a hard part, right? So Yeah, but given that particular situation, there really isn't anything for them. 
I mean, there is, but a huge, huge risk. So, well, I guess. Yeah, if they were all going, I could see that. But the fact that he's going on his own with a baby, he's going on and he's leaving Grace and all of them. I, I just think that that's huge. So again, let's go back to the question of the day. Would you leave Solo on a raft? If I had to, I would. But it, I would be afraid also. Oh, yeah. I that's mean, my answer. Fear of the unknown. Yeah. That's always afraid. You're always afraid, you know? Yeah. So, uh, friends out there, what about you? Would you leave solo on a raft? And have you ever river rafted? We would love to know. And you where? Where have a- you river rafted? Oh, yeah. Where have you river rafted? Yeah. Uh, mine was the American River in uh, California. Oh, wow. So, you can leave us a comment on social media, our website, or email at screensandfocus at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. The links are in the show notes. You know what? I want to give a shout out to another podcast called Squawking Dead because they have been so supportive of Screens and Focus. <laughs> and I love that. So I just wanted to give them a shout out, check them out. And they did answer our question of the day last week. Oh, which was, what is your favorite drink? And they said, McCollin, neat, properly swished drop of water. So what? we'll have to try we have to. It's whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe it's whiskey anyways. We can, uh, <laughs> we gotta Google it. Like everything yeah. in life, we Google. All right. Let's dig into this episode of uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 13, entitled The Raft. So pivotal moments in this episode with Morgan pushing for an attack on the tower and then making an abrupt decision. You mean to and leave? Alicia, yeah. Okay. And then Alicia stepping up to the plate. And Sherry and Dwight reading that pregnancy test result. So, Margaret, tell me, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was interesting, but I also thought that it was something that wasn't really um, for each of the characters. It just was sort of whatever came up, they had to respond and react to. So I thought that it was a better representation, probably, of the way that they are actually living in that world. Because you can't really plan anything because things happen. Stuff happens. So I thought it was... Interesting um, that they are tuned into trying to reach their goals with all of these obstacles that are thrown in their way. And they're learning a lot about some of the people that they thought they could trust, that they can't trust. They're also learning how they they are seen by these Wes, basically, how he's interpreting their actions and and how he's reacting to them. And it's kind of it's interesting just to, to watch him just completely flip, which yeah, you know, doesn't make any sense. But um, I thought it was really the thing that got me was more Morgan was the Pied Piper with all those dead people walking behind him. You know, if you know, it's the whole <laughs> damn group. And it's like, how did that happen? I know. And then most of those people must be from the hole, too, if you think about it, even though that's where they were headed. I mean, they might have. I don't know, because we don't know when yeah. most of them escaped. So they're lingering in the woods and they see the, you know, they're just like, yeah, I'll go there too. Anyway, and then I, I thought it was kind of interesting, the whole um, Dwight and Sherry thing, because she, well, that's a further comment that I had, but their relationship I thought was a little tenuous because when they broke off, you know, when she went off and did her own thing, she came back into the scene and she was a whole different person. And 
you know, he turned into this really nice, genuine, sincere guy who wants the right stuff. And she was the badass. So it was kind of interesting. You know, yeah. she's and she you knew I could tell she was pregnant, you know, because every little comment that they made or uh, she's getting jealous because he's taking care of the kid. And, you know, what is he going to do with her kid? And is there life after tomorrow? And, you know, all this stuff. So um, I don't know. The episode had a lot of a lot of stuff to be set up to further investigate, I think. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was interesting that way. And I don't, what is so special about this little girl? There must be something more about her other than just Strand wanting her. Um, you know, I don't know. What did you think? Ba- did you, you're talking about, you're talking the, about baby Mo? The Mo baby girl. Yeah. All right. What did I think? Oh man. Yeah. Well, you know what? No. I like Dwight and Sherry. And this episode, believe it or not, which you might believe because you always say, oh, Diana loves those, lo- those scenes about love. But it's yeah. true. It's so true. And I did tear up a couple of times. And I didn't think I would. I wasn't expecting it. It was just something that happened. I was in it with them. I feel their relationship. I really, mm. like you said, and I I feel like it's more Dwight on Dwight's end for me because he has changed so much since being on The Walking Dead. I didn't like him back then because of everything he did to Daryl and all of our people, but I feel like he's really tried uh to be a to be the person I guess that he was before we even knew him and and be a better person and I really think he is and I love how much he strives he how much he went to search for her found her and that was his motivation to find her and it wasn't like he found her and that just went away no now he's just totally committed to her he loves her and now they're they had talked about it last the first half of the season about having a baby So, I mean, you kind of knew it could happen, right? But I actually didn't know at the very beginning that she was pregnant. But then, of course, I started to get inklings that she might be. But when she told him, I think I might be pregnant, and then he says, I I think he says, like, are you sure? And just that connection that they had, I had tears coming down. I'm like, oh, my God. And I was was smiling. So I am happy for them. So apparently, I'm in it with them. You know, I'm feeling it. And yeah, I just, I do appreciate the actor, Austin Emilio. Oh. And I just like him. I like him as an actor. And I I would look to see something else he's in because I happen to like his character. And oh, one of the parts that I really liked was when they were actually having an argument, which is like any couple. I think that's why I feel like it's real because they have different approaches, different uh, goal sometimes, but then they argue, but then they get back together. And that's what happens in real life. That is real life. But when they're arguing, he gets so frustrated with her because she's not believing in him or trusting him or whatever it might be. And that's right when Wes comes up. And then it it appears that Dwight is going to give up baby Mo, which I knew he wouldn't. I'm like, he's setting this up. This is so not going to be Dwight. And then, of course, that's what he does. He just makes it an opportunity for Sherry to run off with baby Mo. And he's all, leave, go, go, go. And then I wasn't sure what happened with them. And we don't actually see what happens with them. All of a sudden, we just see, you know, Dwight meet up with Sherry. The other part was when they were in the tunnel and they were trapped in there. Because, again, I felt like they were really trapped. And I thought, 
how deflating it must feel to have this great news, well, somewhat great news in an apocalypse, right? As much as it can be great news. And then all of a sudden feeling like you're stuck, man. How are you going to get out of this place? The same way I felt when Alicia was stuck in that tunnel. Because I think that's another scary thing. Besides being out in the open water, it's also being confined in a place that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, are they going to get stuck? Are they going to die here together? Mm-hmm. But then that is when Sherry gets that, you know, adrenaline going because she knows, oh, oh, because they check and they find out that she is in fact pregnant and they hug. And then she's like, oh, she's so motivated. And she said, we're going to get out of here. And so she takes Alicia's weapon that they had found and starts digging out. So I don't know. They made me tear up a couple times. And so I, um, I'm i believing in them right now. And and then at the very end, when um, she, when Dwight says, you know, you can get on the boat with uh, Morgan, she says, no, Strand doesn't know about me and he can't use it against us. So let's use it to fight. Well, no, I don't know. So what, why would Strand care if she were pregnant? I mean, what's why I didn't understand that comment. To use it against her, maybe to say, hey, come, well, I don't know, maybe like protect yourself, but you're going to have a baby. You know, you can live here with us, be a part. I mean, maybe use it in that regard, because once you are pregnant, you, no matter what, you're out to protect that baby. It's just something that happened. So she should have believed in Dwight more than she did But I also understand how she feels that maybe he would be very protective of her and give up stuff for her to protect her and the baby. And I think that's what she didn't want him to do. So I think that's how she thought Strand could use that against them because they will want to protect their baby and he will use that knowledge of them wanting to protect their baby. But if he doesn't know about it, then, you know, they're just two people. Yeah. What were you going to ask? I was going to say, do you think that, so when he sacrificed himself for her safety, when, you know, back in The Walking Dead, that's when he got the burned face and everything. So do you think that she feels that Stroud, Strand, sorry, Strand, right? (laughs) Strand. I don't know how the hell, who Stroud is. Stroud's from another something or other in my head. No, do you think that they are even making any kind of um, parallel or a connection between like Strand being like Negan back when he was running the place too? Because I don't think that he is as bad as Negan. Negan was really like viciously whacked. And Strand is just, he's letting everybody else do his work for him. You know, all the throwing of the people off the wall and all that other stuff. But I think he still has a soft spot in his heart. He's still... He's still trying to outthink everybody. He's not as basic and guttural as responsively as Negan was, you know? Right. Yeah. So do you think that's no, what yeah. she was worried about, that, that Strand would do the same thing to him if he knew? Cause, yes. You know, he'd be take his right hand man. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree. It probably wouldn't be to the same degree of what Negan was doing, and but kind of i mean because dwight would be like howard was if if it was the same right in the type of positions that he yeah, would use yeah. him just like the way he's using wes although that's an interesting um that was interesting how they handled that and uh, seeing wes and 
Sherry and Dwight and all of that. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he's like, oh, but they're coming and I know they're coming there. Can you face that? And it's like, you don't, he's just throwing this spaghetti on the wall and hoping it sticks, you know? I mean, when he said that, because he had absolutely no, he just is not a strong, believable character that way. As Mm -hmm. far as how they've created him, he's an artist. Come on. You know, I mean, I don't yeah. see him as being a, a bad guy at all. And then right. the other thing is, so all those dead people end up in that, the underground bunker thing and Wes yeah. escapes. How the hell does that happen? Did he come out the tunnel too? I, mean, I said the same even, thing. You know, because he's in yeah. the next episode, which is because we saw the preview. So that was like, an, like I was like oh, looking yes. for him and there he was. And I'm like, so I guess he got out. He looks like he hasn't been touched. That's what or I drooled said. on or anything. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, he probably that's... went through the tunnel right after. Uh, <laughs> that's what they're gonna say. He went through. He, he followed would've... Dwight and Sherry through that tunnel. You know, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's the only way. I don't think he could have gotten out the other way. And then what about the horses? All the horses are outside. Are they getting eaten or do they just run off? They never addressed that either. That bo- that bothered me because you didn't really see what they did with the horses. Uh-huh. You know, and that's like their primary transportation. Right. So, yeah. Okay, so what about Morgan and Alicia? So, I'm really surprised that Morgan is leaving. I feel like oh, that is so not him. Oh, it is him. You think so? Well, I guess you're right, because he has done it before. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, The Walking but, Dead, he did his own thing, and then he shows up with a yeah. stick, and he runs into Rick, and they're like, oh, my God. So, stick. you know, I mean, it, but that's that's what oh he does. It's not like yeah. he's he's bound to these people, but I think, I think maybe what you're having an issue with is that he really wants to take the tower, and yes. if he leaves, he's not going to be able to contribute to that at all. So he won't know how that plays out. So. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, you you are reading that right. That's what I'm feeling like because he's so the momentum. We got to attack tonight. We got to attack tonight. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to yeah. get him. You know, the, all the walkers are away. It's our only opportunity. We only have this many hours. Oh, I got to leave now. <laughs> I like, know. What? Does it, yep. It doesn't make any sense. So what is so special about this little girl, right? I mean, she's Mo? just. Oh, but that's his daughter. I get it for her. I get that. I mean, I think it's you know, I'm not sure about Strand and his motivation exactly, but I do get it for Morgan and Grace. I think that they have taken this child as their own. And I think that when you have a motivation, when you have something to live for, you, you, you're grasping at things to live for. What else can you live for? Otherwise, you're just going to jump off the edge and die yourself. I mean, there has to be something. Yeah, but Grace is still in the freaking tower. Grace and he are like the couple, like he finally found love. I'm shocked that he would leave her and be so, I mean, yes, baby, innocent baby. Okay, fine. But still, I mean, they have this whole thing going on, which if I were Grace, I'd be like, you're leaving me? What? What? Well, you know, she told him in that I, but she, tape recorder. Yeah, thing, we all you know. say things we don't mean, right? <laughs> you can leave. Go ahead, leave, leave. But you really want them to come back. Leave, leave, and leave. Save but if you, you. If you won't leave, I'm going to. That's right. You when you get back. It's a double. Yeah, you got to read between the lines, man. Oh, my but God. But you know, that's right? Funny. Yeah. But it's the way it is. I mean, that's real life. I think she, well, I think that they had her really mean it when she said it. Because, because. 
I think the whole reason he's going is because he's going to find the new place that he's going to bring them to. Because, you know, I, I don't know if you know, the whole show is moving back to Georgia. They're in Texas. They're moving to Georgia. Oh, so I thought they were going... boycotting Georgia. Well, unless something else has changed, that was what the latest was. So they're going back to Georgia. So they've got to find a new place. Plus, they can't just live in this hot zone the rest of Fear Walking Dead. So he's going to find something. Maybe he'll find Madison. You don't know. Oh, you know. Oh, okay. Could be whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. Could be any of those things. So um, I I think that they had they made him leave they made it be, be you know to, with the baby they made it so that Grace is telling him what to you know go do this so that he can find the place so that all of them can live because what other reason would someone just get in a boat and take off and find a new place unless yeah. they all went together so right but if know. okay so he's alone he's got this baby which is an, a hindrance. And he's got to find a new place, presumably is going to find a new place to live. He's going to have to do it by himself with the baby. He's going to have to find other people. Yeah, he is. So that he can go back and tell everybody where he is. Oh, Plus, absolutely. Yes. Because I'm the sure radio, he, yeah. the stupidity of using the radios and the walkies is blowing my mind because they give up their location. All It's like, try a different channel. Try to speak in code. I mean, try anything other than, hey, I'm over here under the bunker of the hotel, whatever that hotel was. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm like, okay. I so, know. I guess it's just, it's. Right, turn right, turn left, and you're there. You know, I mean, it just, it's goofy. But then still, who set free all those people in that hole, or the dead, in the hole? Mm -hmm. Because it was a trucker, you know, it was a truck thing, a combine, whatever. I saw that. That they all, like, they knew how to climb up that. I mean, oh, please. They can't even go upstairs. They have such problems. Just been, oh, I loved it when that, when the one stepped on the head. Remember that? It was a close-up, uh-huh, ground-level uh-huh, squish. Uh-huh. He fell and he got stepped on. That should be happening all the time. Yeah. So I thought the same thing about them getting out. Okay, we're having the same. Well, I'm sure everybody's probably having the same thoughts as us. It's like, how did Wes get out? How did those walkers get out? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, All of that stuff. But at, in the beginning, I thought it was a uh, strand when it, a few were getting out. But now that that truck is there, no, it's something bigger. And I thought, is it like the CRM? Are they but I know that there's a time uh, where Fear the Walking Dead is behind The Walking Dead by so many years, but I don't know how many. So I'm curious to know if it's somebody like the CRM or who it is. Who are these people? But what is their intent for setting those people, you know, letting the dead free? Because to kill off doing. people, I guess. I don't know. They're killing off people in, in in World Beyond. They were killing big, huge communities. So right, maybe they're now, doing that. Maybe this was the beginning of that. Who knows? I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay. So what I want to know is what is Alicia hiding? Because every time Morgan asked her straight out, she didn't answer, like why it took her so long, what was she doing, how she's feeling. Um, and then she kept asking about that girl, which we, you know, you and I had talked about when she had that dream that we thought it was her at a different age, but she thinks this girl is real. That really yeah. helped her. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know what's going on with her, but she's hiding something. And I want to know what it is. I want to know what she's hiding. Well, he knows that she got bit. He knows that she's dying, right? Is she dying, though? Well, I think that's the... It seems like it, but from what? But from what? And she's hanging on a really long time if she's dying. Although she is in a new series, so... (laughs) to say. Yeah, well, she's in another series. So um, we're like, mm, is she going to be gone for a while? Is she going to be gone for good? What's happening? I don't know. I don't want to lose well, Alicia. I, she's yeah. just going to get reunited with her mom. Come on. Oh, it'll make me mad if she doesn't live at least a little bit or so. Uh, I don't well, know. Well, she will. She drives this. I mean, she's barely been in this this show this season. So they've yeah. got to use her. I mean, she's got to make her money. Yeah, she's directing, but you know. But I think I I don't I I thought that was what they understood was that with the fevers and all the other crap that she's going through that this is slowly taking her system you know over like cancer I mean it's just kind of killing her slowly. There is construction work going on here. <laughs> so if you can hear hammering, that's really hammering. Anyways, yeah, and you know at the beginning when uh, I'm jumping back to uh, the beginning when Morgan was. Uh, you know, walking with baby Mo and he had all those walkers behind him. I'm like, <laughs> how did he get all those walkers? I, I mean, it was miles and miles. It looked like miles and miles of walkers. So many. And I'm like, how would they, I, I realized they walk in herds or whatever you want to call them. But I just thought it was so much. But then when I realized his intention was that he wanted them to follow him. Okay. Maybe he was making noise and doing all kinds of stuff, but yeah, at the beginning, I'm like, this is such a lie. How could this happen? <laughs> but it's fiction. Yeah. All right, Margaret, do you have any other thoughts or tidbits on the episode? The only other thing that I that I thought was um, like a deja vu kind of thing was when Alicia did take charge and she's standing in the foreground and behind her, everybody is. And she's okay, let's go. Or whatever yeah. she said. Because uh-huh. did it? Isn't that what she did with some other group in another situation? Like after the the um, the Madison, after she died, wasn't that the scene where she's gathering all the people who survived from that and saying, let's uh, go. I think it's, it's very similar. Could be. I don't remember it Shot. specifically, but I'm sure she... It does, it does sound something vaguely familiar. Yeah. I think that's foreshadowing Madison coming back. Mm. I mean, we know she's coming back, but I think it's foreshadowing that whole scenario that we all know is going to occur. So, and that's, I mean, aside from, you know, just little things, the tunnel thing, that was kind of, that was kind of scary and it kept collapsing and all those people on top, they don't weigh that much, but there's a lot of them because half of them are rotted through, Right. You know, when yeah. they're in the bunker and it's everything starts coming down and you're like, what's happening? So I don't know. It was it was a, it, I felt there was a lot going on and I don't know how tight it really was for a for the show. But it because it, it left so many open questions, you know, unanswered. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I thought it was um, interesting that now all of a sudden the submarine is compromised with the radiation leak. Um, wow. Like this has been so safe. It just seems so odd. And of course, it's because they have to get out of there and have not a place to live. And then Morgan has to go and find a place so they can all live somewhere. 
But I just thought it was weird because the submarine has been so such a good place for them to uh, live in. But now it's like, ah, I guess I can't live there anymore. Oh, I know. And this Maya that they found, that Dwight and Sherry found, the one that asked for help in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And they sent her to whatchamacallit. To the tower. I, I have a feeling she may play a part in something later on down the line. How could she have made it that far without killing? You know, she was pretty useless for herself. Yeah. Well, at least she grabbed the rock. She did grab the rock. I I know. But man, how do you really? Where did she come from? You know what? Yeah. Well, I think one, she wasn't used to radiated walkers either, though. Well, she wouldn't know the difference, though. She wouldn't know the difference unless she was told. Well, I mean, they, they might have looked funny. I yeah. know, but she's not going to know they're radiated. I mean, you see, you know, I mean, it's just yeah. a lack of information. Unless she's not part of that, though. She wasn't, she's not been in any other episode, right? So she's not been. Right, no. So she just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Unscathed. Yeah. And clean. She was clean. Yeah, she was. <laughs> She didn't look like she'd been walking very long. <laughs> Maybe she's a plant, <laughs> a disruptor. <laughs> uh, we'll find out because I really do think that she's going to play a part in this somehow. I don't know. There was just something about her. And I'm like, oh, oh probably. But she just, you know what, though? She just disappeared so quickly, too, though. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. she didn't have a horse. She didn't, have, you know, oh, we'll tell you where to go. Okay, fine. But you did, you know. I don't know. This it was. There's too many things that weren't like wrapped up neatly for me. Like mm-hmm. her leave just disappearing. Yeah, Wes just appearing. Yeah, that was the West you know? part. Was like, mm. yeah. All right, Margaret. We are at our segment, and the award goes to. So I would like to know what was your favorite quote, character, or moment. I have two. Well, I have a moment or a moment because it was not a split second. And then I have <laughs> a, a quote. So the thing that I thought was kind of cool was the confrontation between Sherry and Dwight on the horses. And then all of a sudden Wes appears and he's accusing them of, you know, killing everybody and not trying to preserve things and not being good people and all this other BS, BS, BS. And Sherry's pointing her gun at him and she's like, I'll get you. <laughs> she just shoots the ground. The horse rears and ding dong, Wes rolls right off. So I thought that was perfect because it just, just, you know, I mean, a very natural response by the horse. And she got, you know, showed him that she didn't have to kill him in order to disrupt what was going on. So he was not in control after all. The other um, thing that I thought was really kind of (laughs) cute was when Dwight made the, the, um, the automobile, <laughs> which was made up of uh, yeah. all those air fresheners. I thought that was so cute, so clever. And he was being funny. And I just thought that was really kind of a, you know, it was a tension breaker. So I thought it was kind of funny. She didn't respond the way she should have, but uh, I just thought it was, <laughs> it was cute. It was very creative, yeah. very cute. Because they're in that car wash, you know, wide open. Again, where the hell are the horses? But <laughs> And then Wes shows up with his... Motley crew finally. Yeah. So yeah. I liked the pre preamble to that automobile <laughs> mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Thought that was funny. That is funny. Did you what did you what what stood out to you? Well, my favorite was a quote, and that quote came from Morgan. 
when he says, I left some folks I cared about once before, and it has never sat right with me. Oh, I love when they give throwbacks <laughs> to The Walking Dead. So I really appreciate that. And I was reading an article that said maybe that somehow Morgan will go back to The Walking Dead or connect them or something. I don't know if that's true, but they just thought it was interesting that he mentions that. So maybe that was a foreshadowing. That's what somebody said. Now, I don't know if that could be true. Again, they're in two different timelines, and we would have already seen Morgan in The Walking Dead if that was the case, you know, since the uh, fear of The Walking Dead is behind. But who's to say? I just liked it. I like that he was referring to them. So I appreciated Mm -hmm. that. All righty. So next episode, episode 14, is called Divine Providence. And it says, as the battle for the tower heats up, Alicia brings a fight to Strand's front door. So, you know, I you saw the previews, I know. And mm-hmm. so it'll be really interesting to see because uh, she actually gets into the tower and they seem to be having some type of conversation. But then we also see some people shooting each other. So I, I can't tell who's who and who's doing what. So, yeah, I want to know what happens if when Wes confronts Alicia. I I hope that they'll highlight that and not just smooth over it, you know, because I think that is something to acknowledge. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. Well, that wraps up our conversation on Fear the Walking Dead. Looking forward to the next episode. Until then, Margaret, I would like to know what else are you currently watching? Well, I'm continuing to watch some of those shows that we spoke about because they're short. They're like mini series. So I, uh, The Shining Girls, I'm really enjoying that. And I'm enjoying it so much. And there's so many holes because it just is suggestive. I decided to see, I knew it was based on a book. So I put a hold on the book and I have to go get it. But the last episode will come out. I'll watch it. And then maybe I won't even read the book. But um, so I found a really cute little movie. It was made in 19, 19, <laughs> 2021. And it's on Netflix. And it's called Penguin Bloom. And it's an Australian film. So they're speaking English. No subtitles. Thank God. Um, and <laughs> it's about a family, a very, you know, cute family. They live on the coast of Australia Three kids, mommy, daddy, they go away on vacation to, I think, Thailand, and she ends up falling, um, a railing breaks, and she falls and breaks her back. So it's her dealing with that throughout the whole story, um, just getting used to that idea. All her little boys, their little boys, two little boys, man, they're just monsters. They're just all over the place, running all over the place, and just <laughs> just like on the, on the trampoline and jumping off the roof and doing a skateboard. They're just like monsters. So the older of the two, of the three, um, finds a bird, a magpie that has fallen out of its nest. And so it's injured. He brings it home. So that's what he devotes his time to. So it's kind of a parallel. But the story is actually a real life story. It's based on something that actually happened. And it's, you know, it's just very heartwarming and frustrating and sweet. And I, I teared up for that because it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, just the relationships and, the sacrifices that people make. So I thought it was yeah. a really, really interesting um, story in the bird. You know, it's because the bird, I had t- I relate more to the animals than I do the people, but the, the bird, <laughs> the bird ends up, you know, getting better and 
they're they're known for being highly intelligent and they're um the birds the magpies and they um really can wreak havoc in your life and they mate for life which was one of those things that they said so and and naomi watts and andrew lincoln are the two the parents so it's really good the other thing i watched was really kind of cool it just came out on netflix it's operation mincemeat 2022 and it's set during world war ii where the nazis are in have invaded um italy and the allies are trying to push them back into germany and there's all of this talk espionage and all this talk chatter about how they're going to land in they want to thwart the troops that are there in italy the german troops so they say they're going to land in greece so then they have to set up this whole this whole espionage spike thing and then have the information leaked so that Hitler believes it and all the team believes that they're actually going to land in Greece, not in Italy, so they don't get slaughtered. And um, again, real life and it happened and it was kind of, it's kind of a cool movie and they haven't really, we don't know anything about the British history in World War II. And this is where Ian Fleming, his character or his person became a writer because of his involvement with this type of activity. So it was really kind of cool how it was tied into, again, real life, but um, 007 and all that good stuff, you know? Yeah. So, so are you, what TV shows and movies did you see? Well, I am keeping up on all my shows, but that are continuing, you know, American Idol, Survivor, Top Chef, all of those. I just love all of those uh, shows. But the new movie that I just saw was The Lost City that's on Paramount+. Plus. It's a fun adventure comedy with Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and Brad Pitt, where Sandra is a novelist and Channing is her cover model, and she gets kidnapped by billionaire Fairfax, who happens to be Radcliffe, who wants to discover a lost city mentioned in her last book. And Dash, who's played by Channing, sets off to find her once she's kidnapped to prove that he's more than a cover model and enlists the help of Jack Trainer, played by Brad Pitt. And they're off to the jungle for the adventure. And yes, I laughed. I just thought it was so Brad Pitt was so funny to me in this. Oh, I I think you said you saw this, Margaret, didn't you? Yeah. You saw yeah, this too? I did. Oh my God, the whole hair thing. And Sandra Bullock <laughs> says, you're so handsome. He's all, yeah, my father was a meteorologist or weatherman or weatherman. (laughs) Oh my God. It's just, okay. So Channing Tatum is a great looking guy, right? He's a, he's, he's a great looking guy, but here in this film compared to Brad Pitt, he just looks like some guy, right? It's like, (laughs) you know, it's hard, right? It's like, you're just like, just some ordinary person when you're set against Brad Pitt is so funny. And then Sandra Bullock, I kept thinking, oh my God, she had to wear this pink sequin <laughs> outfit, oh, one jumpsuit, jumpsuit the whole oh, show. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, it must have been killing her. It was just, yeah. I just thought it was hysterical that they put this on her and she had to live in this for most of the um, movie. I like them all. I, I love all the actors in this. Yes, it was predictable. It was. Okay. But, you know, they. I like them. I like each of them as, their, as an actor. So it was just fun. I thought it was fun. It was just nice to suspend, you know, belief and just jump in and watch this action movie set in the jungle. The leeches part was a crack up to me. I was dying, <laughs> yeah, dying. Was funny. 
Oh, yeah. So, because uh, 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 Dash has them all over his, all over. <laughs> and, uh, and Not Sandra, in front, though. I know, I know. <laughs> Sandra Bullock has to, like, take them off. And she's, like, you know, like, going to throw well, up. And then he's well, going to throw up. Yeah. So yeah, it was just yeah. a fun movie. So it was good. So those are our recommendations for you. Margaret, I want to thank you for your recommendations and for hanging out with me today. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun. All right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please go to screensandfocus.com. You can connect with me there and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 14. See you next time. Bye. Bye.